The nervous system is composed of neurons. The nervous system's functions are to gather information about the environment, process this information, and then use the information to modify neural programs that result in behavioral performance. The input to the system is a stimulus captured by a sensory neuron, which transduces the stimulus energy into an electrical signal, also called action potential. This electrical signal travels in one direction along the neuron membrane towards a neuron extremity until reaching the synaptic cleft, which is the junction between two neurons. There, the action potential triggers the release of neurotransmitters, which can be either excitatory or inhibitory in nature. The importance of the nervous system to the functional integrity of animals makes it an extremely sensitive target to poisons. During this animation, we will explain how the stimulus travels as an electrical signal along the neuron membrane and how it is chemically transmitted to a second neuron or cell. We will also demonstrate how pesticides can interfere with this process. Any living cell possesses a transmembrane electrical potential so that the outside of the cell is positive with respect to the inside. In neurons, the power source used to transmit the stimulus is the transmembrane electrical potential generated by a controlled distribution of different ions. Using energy from ATP, an ionic pump creates a charge imbalance across the membrane by carrying three sodium ions out of the neuron for every two potassium ions carried in. In a resting neuron, the sodium ions and the potassium ions are therefore asymmetrically distributed across the cell membrane, making the inside negative relative to the outside. The neuron membrane is therefore polarized. The basis of the nerve excitability resides in the ability of the membrane to undergo transient changes in membrane potential in response to external stimuli. These changes are caused by inward and outward currents of the sodium and potassium ions, respectively. A stimulus to the neuron causes an action potential to move along the axon. The first phase of the action potential is caused by a sharp increase in sodium ion conductance or permeability, leading to its inward movement through sodium ion channels. The local depolarization causes the adjacent sodium channel to open, and so on. A rapid change in potential differences across the membrane follows increasing potassium conductance, leading to its outward movement through the potassium ion channel. The sharp increase in outward potassium flux causes the decrease of sodium conductance by closing sodium ion channels. The action potential moves in one direction as a wave of depolarization because after each opening of a sodium ion channel, a short refractory period follows during which the sodium ion channel cannot open again. This signal moves until reaching the synaptic cleft. Within the central nervous system, neurons communicate by means of chemical transmitters across a specialized junction, which is called a synapse. In synapses, the electrical signal is transduced into chemical signal, which are received at the membranes of other nerves or muscles. Chemical transmission is therefore initiated by depolarization resulting from an action potential. Both excitatory and inhibitory neurotransmitters have been identified in synapses. In the excitatory synaptic transmission, when the wave of depolarization achieves the synaptic region, voltage-gated calcium ion channels open, allowing the inward calcium ion movement into the presynaptic neuron. The increase in calcium ions inside the neuron triggers the exocytosis release of the acetylcholine neurotransmitter into the synaptic cleft.
Acetylcholine molecules move randomly within synaptic clefts, and it is about equally possible for any given molecule to meet acetylcholinesterase or acetylcholine receptor sites. Molecules that reach the enzyme are broken into choline and acetate, which are reabsorbed by the presynaptic membrane to form new acetylcholine molecules. Molecules that bind to receptor sites cause depolarization of the postsynaptic membrane, which is then transmitted along the axon, as explained earlier. The inhibitory synaptic transmission presents similar processes to the excitatory transmission. In this case, however, the GABA receptor is the primary inhibitor receptor at the insect neuromuscular synapses. The inhibitor neurotransmitter, GABA, binds to the GABA receptor, causing the opening of chloron ion channels and consequent chloron ion inward movement into the neuron membrane. This conductance increase causes hyperpolarization of the membrane, blocking the excitatory stimuli. The importance of the nervous system to the functional integrity of animals makes it an extremely sensitive target to poisons. Therefore, most insecticides have been directed primarily at the disruption of the nervous system functions. Insecticides that act on the sodium channel can either work by keeping the channel open, leading to repetitive discharge resulting in excitation, or keeping them closed for a longer period of time, resulting in depression. Other groups of insecticides interact with acetylcholine in various ways. Acetylcholine inhibitors bind to acetylcholine esterase, preventing acetylcholine binding to it, leading acetylcholine binding to the receptors more frequently. Acetylcholine agonists bind to acetylcholine receptors, mimicking the effect of acetylcholine, causing an excitatory response. Acetylcholine antagonists bind to acetylcholine receptors, blocking the effect of acetylcholine, leading to paralysis. Antagonists prevent impulse propagation across the synapse. Other insecticides act on GABA receptors or transmitters. GABA antagonists inhibit effects of GABA resulting in excitation. Since GABA acts to increase chloride conductance, thereby hyperpolarizing the membrane, inhibition of this effect would result in excitation whereas GABA agonists increase affinity of receptor for GABA resulting in depression, 